Hi everyone, today we're with Darlene Mead, who's founder at Video Supply, which helps brands grow with media. Hi Darlene. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing really, really well, thanks. Thanks for coming on the podcast today, I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, happy to do so. You know, I was thinking um, just before I asked you to introduce a couple of aspects of yourself that you think the audience might find interesting. And I just introduced the topic of today, which is your experience uh, with SEO, particularly your pain points. Everyone likes the dark stuff. <laughs> and, um, you know, success and maybe even how it ties in with brand and media today, um, if you think that's a good, uh, good, good way to go. Yeah, I think it's a great question. And it's a great way to start because hopefully those watching or listening can resonate <laughs> with yeah. part of my journey and story. Uh, yes. And speaking of SEO um, and speaking to my, my journey with this, SEO has, uh, hasn't always been a part of my business. Um, I've been doing media for probably over 10 years now. And um, I started Video Supply, it's been about five years. And for the okay. first like four years, so up until like a year ago, honestly, um, literally there's no SEO plan whatsoever. Um, okay. I, I kind of had a sales page on the internet that sold our agency services, mm -hmm. but, um, most of our business dealt with word of mouth and referrals, which of course yeah. you always want that in place, whatever type of business you're in, that means mm -hmm. you're doing something right in your business, you know, for people for to sure. give you reviews and testimonials and refer you, but it's also not sustainable from a business growth perspective. Um, and so I, I was enjoying the growth that I had had experience, but I realized I was kept on hitting the ceiling. It's because I was limiting myself with marketing mm -hmm. efforts and that I knew I was like, okay, sure. I was doing some social media promotion and, you know, kind of basic content creation on different social yeah. media channels. Um, but I started to basically get, um, encouraged more and more from, in fact, um, my brother, my brother runs um, an SEO company at SEO.co. Um, okay. Incredible domain name, but also <laughs> incredible efforts where it's like, I was in the world of like, you go to events and conferences, you meet people, you you basically grow your business off of who you know, which yes. does work, you know, but also to an extent. But, but then yeah. here I see my brother growing his business based on organic lead generation and that they were bringing in leads of people they didn't even know Mm -hmm. uh, every day, right? And a lot of qualified leads come in. And of course you get non-unqualified leads. And I heard that and it just sounded completely like baffling to me that that was possible. Like, wait, people are knocking on your door, your digital door who don't even know you, um, that you don't have to show up physically. You as a human do not have to be the sales funnel of your business. Yes. And so that shifted my perspective and my viewpoint on like, okay, Sure, like the best time to do SEO is, or like, it, it, he, I think he used the message, like the best time to plant a tree was like yesterday or years ago, <laughs> the next best time today. So I was like, okay, I got to plant this SEO tree and put my stake in the ground. And so I completely rebuilt um, the digital, uh, and a lot of parts of my business, but the digital presence of my business by building a whole new platform and website at videosupply.com. Um, and so what you see, it is today didn't exist like a year ago. Um, nice. And so I re completely rebuilt it. I, I dug into SEO strategy um, and I recognized that first off in like the video production and marketing space, those offering those types of services, 99% yeah. of those companies are terrible at SEO. Um, they don't do anything at SEO and a lot of them serve a local market. Um, and so Again, my business had been built by word of mouth in a big way. Yeah. And so I shifted it, put effort in SEO, um, both with how I structured um, my backlinking strategy, how I dealt with um, tapping into domain authority websites. I even tapped into my brother's service and company to help yeah. do additional um, link building for me. And within a matter of months, which usually takes a matter of years, which within a matter of months, I started seeing organic leads coming in. Yeah. And, and now like the business has completely swapped. Like, of course there's still referrals and reviews coming in um, that way, 
but um, I've seen a massive growth with qualified organic leads where the majority of um, our business. um, So I'm based in Colorado, but we don't like, oddly enough, we don't have any Colorado based clients. Um, And uh, the majority of our clients are actually outside of the United States now. Um, yeah. Who are paying us our high ticket services? Who are um, jumping into our platform, enjoying our services? And it's to me, it's been a game changer in my business. That like anytime it's still happening. Like anytime mm-hmm. I see an organic lead come in from SEO efforts, or I go and like search some key terms on Google, be like, oh wait a minute, we're on page one for this. This is the same. <laughs> um, and and that like major companies are finding us through Google mm. search um, blows my mind that I don't have to know them first for them to come knocking on our digital door and hiring us. This is amazing. Um, it's, you've said this seems so, seen so well. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I wonder then, what was your initial kind of reaction to SEO in the sense that, you know, you, you said that you went into the strategy and you learned about it, but what was, your sense of it before you learned about it and then how was it learning about it? Um, yeah. Yeah. I like that question. Uh, <laughs> so my introduction to the online business world, um, say five ish years ago, before I knew what was possible about bu- building, you know, being an entrepreneur and building an online business yeah. was by way of internet marketing and okay. internet marketing and digital marketing. There's a lot of communities and niches that promote, building a sales funnel, Mm -hmm. driving paid advertising, you know, dumping tons of money into YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Mm -hmm. getting those leads and sales that way. And that's how you scale your business from like zero to eight figures in six months. And it's, they very much were promoting, I think an unrealistic expectation, um, in dream for a lot of like kind of new online business owners. And so my concept was, okay, you've got to build, um, a sales funnel, not necessarily an optimized website, but a sales funnel that's all about conversions done by way of paid advertising alone. Okay. Um, and jump in, say, to like Facebook groups and and promoting your business at, organically on Facebook by posting every day and all that stuff versus yeah. like, um, I, you know, and, and so that, that was my view of like internet marketing. And that like SEO was the uncool thing to do because that was like <laughs> a long-term strategy. Um, yeah. And I was expecting results to happen years down the road, not like months down the road. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was that was my viewpoint. And that's why I avoided or just kind of ignored SEO previously. That's, that's, that, that's super interesting. And um, so I guess the next question would be um, what... How long did it actually take for you to get results? And um, I think you might have touched on that already, uh, but how long did it actually take you to get results? And uh, also, well, let's begin with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say three to six months. (laughs) Started to see leads come in. I mean, that seems crazy fast. Um, I don't know what's common because I know this is your area of, of expertise. Yeah. Because, but I was told, and I, I had built an expectation, especially for my brother, who's again, you know, an expert in this this world, that he's like, oh yeah, you know, you won't see results for, you know, like good results for a couple of years, because it takes time for like Google to index you and for your influence to be spread throughout the internet, the mm-hmm. internet, and so, um, I th- I think part of it came down to, of course, their efforts from an expert agency getting results from major brands, but also um, just the work I put in to learn like how to build a website from the ground up, what are decisions I need to make. There's still imperfections with the, web, with the website. Don't get me wrong. It's like, yeah. I don't think you can ever have a perfect website, especially with Google's algorithm changing and hurting <laughs> websites. And that's kind of out of your control. So you have to adapt yeah. AI, you know, coming in the mix. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that was, I would say, the timeline where I started to see some progress. It's it's really good. So um, three to six months is we do see it with, with certain brands. It depends on your niche. It depends on what, what your starting point is as well. Like how good is your value proposition? I mean, it does it, it? All these things do do matter. Like, um, so we do see results in three to six months. 
but in other times, yes, it can be uh, nine months plus. Two years is a long time, I would say, <laughs> to, to, yeah. to have like your first results. But still, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, well, and, and speaking to that real quick too, is like, yeah. you know, even recent conversations again with, with my brother, who's like my go-to yeah. consultant with this, is uh, he's like, you're only, it's, this is only the tip of the iceberg. This is only mm -hmm. the beginning of what's possible with with seo and um and again like there's so many companies who who know of it but they don't right. know of how powerful it really can be to yeah. like remove just like the head like you know the need to have to waste money in your marketing in other areas like mm -hmm. seo can be a very affordable approach um yeah so and so what convinced you what was like the point at which you were convinced like no seo it's, it's obscure to me but i'm interested in it interested in it in it enough now to um invest my time to study it and uh, versus you know what all the cooler stuff and probably the easier stuff to understand right a facebook ad you, you create something you put money behind it off you go seo is a bit more involved so what was that point? Was it, um, yeah, if you want to explain the context around it. Yeah. Uh, so I had, you know, I referenced the the fact that I was going to a lot of events and I was very much as a human mm. being the sales funnel and the sales process in my business where my presence was required to like land leads and close deals. Uh, of course, you need humans for still a lot of, of those pieces, but um, I recognized that my business wasn't going to grow and scale like I wanted it to unless I changed how I approached um, my digital marketing strategy. Okay. Um, and so, and I, I realized like I wanted to grow my business to exist and thrive without me um, okay. in all parts of the business, right? Like whether you're building it to sell. Um, mm -hmm. or your building is just to, again, run without you. You'd be the true business owner and entrepreneur versus say the person who's dealing with the day-to-day -day, um, right. efforts. And so recognizing that and recognizing like, okay, I'm my name, I want to attach less to my business. I want a brand identity that lives on its mm -hmm. own that I can adapt and grow. And that's where video supply came from, self-explanatory brand name. And, mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I, owning a domain name that I could build um, just a great platform around. And so, yeah, th that's where it was born out of is like my desire to shift and recognizing like, okay, if I want it to, if I want this business to exist without me, um, I need to get basically um, get the foundation of marketing right. in place. And, and I see SEO as an essential foundation if you want any kind of online presence. Uh, for people to find you, um, yeah. People no, that's that's really interesting. So you would you would place SEO as like, or rather, paid media and content and posting on Facebook every day and LinkedIn every day involves so much of your personal brand and also upfront time from people that SEO kind of gave you the results that you wanted minus the need to do this kind of constant um input of of your time and people's time and and and, and daily money to, to to run ads um you know it was something that would give you roi in the long term having invested today that kind of a thing exactly yeah and of course those other you know whether yeah. it's paid media own media um of course those work right and, it, and even they can bring faster results than SEO at times. Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted to tap into a longer term strategy versus like a short term win, which is what mm -hmm. I saw paid media doing for a lot of my colleagues in the internet marketing um, in business space. And so, um, yeah, it was a shift in, in business growth strategy that um, I, I knew it, like I had to get it in place if I wanted like, yeah this dream so to speak of mine that's that yeah okay and and it's that makes sense and so when 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 you decided this and decided that okay the next step is to learn about it how much and i guess this is really talking to the audience now as well like how much learning would you recommend people 
need before they have enough perspective of their SEO to, to make a decision on it? What kinds of stuff should they know about and uh, where to find out about it? Yeah. 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 That's a great question. Uh, I feel like I employed a method of just in time learning, meaning I learned what I needed for each step of the process. I didn't say throw myself into an SEO course, an online course, <laughs> a coaching program that taught you everything about SEO. Um, I already knew the, the services, the products, the offers that I wanted to offer. Um, mm -hmm. I just needed to package them in a way that it was easy to learn about them on my website and yeah. to place an order um, or you know book a sales call and make that process as frictionless as possible. Um, and so I approached it from like, how can I build a platform on my website and a whole user right. journey? Um, and so I basically laid out the entire platform or website experience first. Um, and then I inserted SEO through the process. And I then asked myself, okay, in each of these pages, whether I'm selling this product or of course I need a blog, of course I need these other, you know, these other pieces. I also add like long form SEO articles mm -hmm. um, here and there too, beyond like a short form uh, blog. And, and that's, and then SEO came kind of as a second um, step right. of that process versus like a, a grander vision of how do, what do I want this platform and experience to look like? And then how can SEO support that? Um, if that makes sense as far as. Oh, oh, oh yeah. 100%. And then it makes a lot of sense as a business owner to, to think about it that way. Um, in, and, and the thing is also, I can see how this would have helped your SEO too, because, you know, the amount of time people spend on your website, the experience of the return to your website, the experience of your website makes a big difference to the metrics that Google uses to rank your website. So I think it's really fantastic that you began with kind of UX and then added in SEO. But it also sounds like to me that you did a lot of this by yourself. Is, is that correct? Yeah. So um, oddly enough, like my, my background is in IT and web design and development. So I have, yeah. um, I, I have an understanding uh, of those details of, of course, like you can be a web designer, but not know much about SEO. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the ballpark I was in is yeah. like, I, I knew creatively, like I enjoyed design, um, and making things look good. Um, I, I can code things if needed certain things, but, um, and then I have, of course, other creative skill sets. But I, so I had that existing knowledge in tech, um, yeah, tech understanding that I could approach that. Yeah. But I, I recognized that like SEO was a missing element um, that I needed to approach. So, so, so that's why I was able to be like, okay, as a user, how do I want to experience this? So the UX, right? Yeah. And then um, knowing that I would build the platform myself um, and having that tech knowledge also helped. And then um, I just learned what I needed to at the time to be like, okay, um, how can I make location specific sales pages um, to target, say, like video production services in Toronto um, and land leads that way? And so that's where I started to land leads from Saudi Arabia or Cyprus or Greece or Denver, Colorado, is because wow. I tapped into like the local marketing when you yeah. set up the right sales page but also having it part of a, a bigger platform where, um, yeah, when yeah. people go to search for certain key terms, you know, they yeah. need a local market and, and we can tap into, tap into that. And did you also, um, do a lot of like keyword research on Ahrefs and things like that, and then build like these keyword strategies? I'm we just should have done a lot more. Um, <laughs> I'll say that. I, I mean, I did get, uh, again, from like, um, I got some insights from, um, initial like consulting. Um, yeah, yeah. but all, but also I kind of just took from a current understanding of like keyword research and, mm. uh, and understanding. So, um, I definitely should have done a lot more and I know, um, what is it? Hrefs, yeah. a, a, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm going to butcher that. I, I know it's a powerful platform and I've, I've used it a couple times. I don't know the full extent of how that works. I'm, I'm not in the weeds with a lot of these powerful SEO tools that I know right. would do tremendous work. And I honestly sometimes just hire out certain parts of that process. Um, I'm more or less just like 
had a good list of keywords, um, mm -hmm. but also just like knowing I needed to just optimize each of these pages uh, for specific like offer or, you know, local yeah. marketing, things like that. Um, so well, I'm still very much a novice at SEO. I don't consider myself any kind of massive SEO expert. I have a good understanding that I can definitely yeah. like do great work with, but um, I'm not using all the SEO tools that say you and many other experts would be using, like I should be. <laughs> no, I was, I was just curious because what yeah. it, what it um, says to me, and this is really, really good and healthy for Google, is that... Um, when they say make websites that serve users well with information on it that your users would care about and basically build a good website, and that should be enough rather than like creating um, convoluted cookie cutter websites, uh, you know, that, that specifically serve SEO. It seems like you didn't act in a way which... Um, you acted in a way which served the customer always rather than warp things to feed the algorithm but it served the algorithm anyway yeah yeah you know definitely like i built it from like yeah. what are the products that people are willing to pay for first mm. getting that in place and then optimizing those pages so they find it um yeah. It, it is a tricky route that like I, I again i don't i can't don't consider myself an SEO an seo expert in the way that like i don't know all of all the algorithm updates that google is doing and whether that's going to hurt me like i get told like hey you should fix this you know uh, again for, like i get uh, there's there's even things i'm fixing right now to improve aspects of performance of my website um and so yeah where was i going with that but basically to the extent of like yeah definitely customer and and product yeah. first of a website um it doesn't mean I'm not like probably leaning into um, hacking the algorithm, uh, the algorithm a little bit, and that's the side on certain pages, yeah. right? I'm like, how can I how can I like bake in more linking yeah. <laughs> strategies here? Like, I'm definitely doing that, and and there there's times too that like some pages could be uh, like kind of wordy or or you know. Yeah. There's different SEO strategies that, you know, whether it's linking or keywords that you're probably writing a little bit more than you need to mm -hmm. sometimes, or, or um, you're just thorough because mm -hmm. Google likes that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I definitely employ that, but I do, it become, it comes after the fact that like I'm getting products in place that I know customers will, are paying for. That's really, really cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say that, um, you know, that because you're going about it this way, I think that's why your your um, website's robust to the Google updates. Um, for example, recently Google created an update which was anti-spam. And so if, you're, if your website wasn't tailored towards a specific customer and serves them, it would instantly get downgraded. But if you're, if you're putting up these proper foundations, uh, I suspect that's why um, the, the updates haven't done anything bad to your rankings. I, I hope uh, not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hope not. Um, yeah. So, so far, I haven't seen any kind of massive impact, but I'm, I'm constantly learning. Like it's, it's an ongoing process to be like, yes. how can I get an A plus on site performance? <laughs> yes. How can I get an A plus on like user experience? And I, I want to make sure it's the best possible and that it is like, what do you call algorithm proof, change proof right. um, yeah. is a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And the, in, in addition to all that, I mean, what's, what's just out of curiosity, what's your experience with the technical side of SEO? Because of course, you know, um, especially being somebody who's familiar with computing and websites and this kind of stuff, do you also delve into the, technical side and keeping you know improving page load speed and all this kind of stuff yeah a little bit i have a basic understanding of that um to know what does impact page load speeds mm. um and particularly when you run a creative agency a lot of your business involves like image and video visuals which when packed and done incorrectly can 
complete can be the worst right. for your your site performance and load speeds. Yeah. And so thankful as so so I've I build a lot of my websites on Webflow and, and they have a compre- an image compression tool, which is great, which changes say PNGs and JPEGs to um was it web P- web G? Yeah. What, well, yeah, is, that, web, is that the right extension? Web web G? Web P? I, I a very compressed I, file format. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. Don't don't quote me on this exactly, but like the extension, the file extension is a very compressed format that still retains a really good quality, but uh, optimizes your image sizes. It also tells you when you're missing alt text okay. um, or when your site structure is done incorrectly where you need to redo your heading or um yeah other aspects yeah. of your site structure and so uh, i definitely have a, a decent understanding of what that looks like and thankfully to tools say that are built into webflow or or other tool seo tools out there that tell you um that you have you know a poor technical approach to seo yeah. um and then there, there's of course other specialized services out there that they even give you reports on what is not performing as well as it should. And then um, they come in, they fix the specific like holes in your boat, basically, right. that you need to plug. Um, and I just hired someone yesterday, actually, to do a few updates to the site on my behalf in order to make sure that like just a few of those holes are plugged up. So that way, my site performance grade can go up to an A+, plus, ideally you know, over the next seven days. And so there's always those little pieces that I'm looking to fix. Um, And it's, yeah, it's not perfect, but I I hope as, you know, uh, because there's other websites I'm looking to roll out and use what I learned and the, the, the bad things I did, the good things I did and put it to um, this, uh, the new website. So these, these are all, I guess, the highlights of your SEO journey and, uh, and even, even like, you know, how much, what would it look like to actually work on SEO yourself? Um, but what were the painful parts? What, what were the things that, uh, all the pain points, all the teething problems uh, that you had to kind of get over and around? Yeah. You know, when it comes to the technical knowledge, any asp- any knowledge when it comes to SEO, it can be very mm-hmm. overwhelming to jump into. Um, mm-hmm. thankfully I like, I had a base understanding of like certain principles, whether it was related to web design development, it, you know, tech knowledge, which helped provide a foundation that I could like jump over that initial hurdle. Not everyone has that kind of tech knowledge and know-how. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are going in to be like, okay, I'm going to swipe this template from Squarespace, um, for yeah. my photography business. And I'm going to put, um, you know, a 20 megabyte photo up, you know, and 50 of them up on my website to show my amazing portfolio. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, from a creative standpoint, it may look cool. The load speeds are going to be awful, um, <laughs> but it's not going to do anything for them from SEO. And people will yeah. like, you know, if they're a photographer or something, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to, it's not going to benefit them. And so uh, to, for me, the painful side was definitely, getting into the weeds mm-hmm. and more specifically what that looks like is like there, there's so many SEO tools out there and you get, you can get so all these reports and honestly, it's still at times it's, it still overwhelms me when I, yeah. when I see report and it's got all these pages of like, here's everything you're doing wrong. And like, imagine if your, your <laughs> spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend yeah. gives you a report and be like, here's all the ways that you are a terrible person <laughs> um, that can, that can like hurt your self-esteem and be painful to see and hear. And sometimes that's what it can feel like when you see uh, an SEO report. It's like, it, it does sometimes tell you what you're doing well, but more often than not, it tells you all the things you're doing wrong and what you need to fix. And then it's like, okay, yeah, great. Thanks <laughs> for telling me all of my, like my faults. Um, and, and not all of these tools tell you exactly how to fix them. And, and that that's actually one thing I do appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's not done in, in like, maybe it can be more robust, but like with Webflow and maybe WordPress and others, I mean, I don't use those near as much anymore, but um, where it does tell you like, here are errors on this page and here's exactly how to fix them. 
you know, and I mentioned like it's site structure, it's alt text, it's like the basic flow and structure to improve um, your website, which is going to impact SEO and other aspects. And I appreciate that for like, uh, I appreciate it so much because it like, it gives me a sense of peace that like, oh great, you're telling me what's wrong and how to fix it. But too many of these reports are like many, many, many pages of like what to do, what you're doing wrong. And there's not a clear cut solution on how to fix it right now. And then you have to right. go and find an expert to go and fix it, or you have to go and learn it yourself. And so there's that, that, that area of the reports and what to fix is still a pain point. I would mm -hmm. say like, I can understand um, the gist of a handful of how to fix, you know, the errors they, they point out, the problems they point out, but um, the overwhelm, the overwhelm still kicks in. Uh, it's still there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I agree with you. And this is one of the big criticisms I have with the normal audits anyway, is that yeah. they're very good at just telling you uh, what the problems are, but nothing in place to tell you um, how to fix it or what the goals should be or what the strategy should be uh, or ideas of it anyway. Uh, something that I know that we've, we've uh, kind of updated in, in our audits. Um, so, so I think, yeah, it's just good to hear that that's something yeah. that you care about. <laughs> Which is, I'm so glad you mentioned that too, that you update in your audits. Cause like, even when you are like assessing, here's what's not working on your website, here's the audit mm -hmm. of what you need to fix. And then even recommending here's how to fix it. There's still that, that gap of like, mm -hmm. are they going to DIY it themselves on fixing it? Or are they going right. to hire you? Um, yeah. And, and that's one of the most amazing things is like people, there's plenty of people out there who are going to DIY as much as they can to quote, yeah. save money. Yeah. Um, but then the implementation services is yeah. where there's such an opportunity. Um, and so I, the fact that you're doing that uh, is, is great. Yeah. It's amazing. So I think I'm going to yeah play on what you said because I think a lot of people are scared that if they give away the how, then people people will DIY it. They want to prevent people from DIY. It. But I think if if that's what you wish to do, then that's what you wish to do. But if uh, but um, and if you can, then you can. But I think quite often it's good to uh, just trust that at this point people can be clear about what's needed, and then they can make the informed decision of actually I should go to a professional. Yeah. Um, and that's much much healthier for everyone. Um, so yeah, I mean, at what point would you say, as somebody who does like to DIY things, because um, you have a background knowledge and and and, and capacity, uh, what what would be your tipping point where you would consider, you know, hiring, you know, a professional SEO service to 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 work on video supply? Yeah, uh, another great question. Yeah. I honestly, the first, the first question I ask myself is, is this, is this something I'm willing to pay for? Mm -hmm. Um, it, it's not like, it's not usually a question of like, if I'm, if I'm actively seeking out a solution and yeah. I find solutions presented to me, it, mm -hmm. it's not that I'm opposed to those solutions is, is it's usually I'm opposed to the budget. I'm willing to yeah. invest in it. Um, and whether it is worth me spending X amount to have it solved for me um, and whether I should take that budget and put it into other areas of my business right. um, that may have a higher priority in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and so it's usually a, a budget question, which is, it's funny from a sales perspective, like sales and marketing, right? Like uh, objections people raise and how to crush and remove objections. <laughs> like, when, yeah. when I'm on sales calls with people who are, are trying to sell me on different solutions, it's like, hey, I'm just going to tell you out, right? Like, I know we're going to come out. You're going to try to eliminate my objection of budget. And I'm just going to tell like, this is my objection. Like, <laughs> give me some time. I'm thinking about this budget. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I would say that's usually kind of um, a roadblock that, that mm. I put in place, uh, whether I consider I can DIY. Because... Cause a lot of yeah. times like they present the framework, you know, and the flow and like, here's what you can do. And it's like, well, Hey, like I understand how a lot of these are put in place. Do I go about DIY and hiring some, some team members who are more affordable, who can implement this for me? Do I put this on a back burner and revisit this down the road? Cause it may not be number one priority right now. 
Um, cause even if you're paying for implementation, um, sometimes it can still require a little bit of your time right. that you don't know whether you want to put your, your brain power, um, and that little bit of time into right now to implement, um, for that solution that may be in front of you. Um, and so, yeah, there's a timing and budget. Um, I, I am someone who, who kind of, who mm. likes kind of the DIY approach sometimes or recognizing like I, I do have different skill sets, but, but I also like, if I know it's like something I want to address today, like I mentioned, I hired someone yesterday, right. um, on some site op optimization. Sure. I could have gone and learned some new things and done it myself. Like I've done a lot of other, you know, website and SEO optimizations, you know, for myself, yeah. SEO optimizations is kind of a double um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> SEO decisions and tasks myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's just kind of relevant to at what, like, do I have the budget for right now? Um, doesn't make sense to, to do right now. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm curious about that. So, I mean, in the context of SEO, and I think it's different to the other medias, paid medias, um, because of the way that when you're working on it, it feels a bit indirect, you know, um, what would you have found con convincing if somebody were to pitch you on, on an SEO service, what would it be having had experience of it that you'd, you'd, you'd find compelling and convincing um, as like a way to understand, is it worth this amount of money? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think throwing stones at paid advertising. Okay. Yeah, like come, coming from my, because the shift of my perspective as I shared was yeah. this view of like, I got, I got so convinced that paid advertising and referrals was like how you're going to grow your business quickly. Um, and that is like the way, mm. um, like this is the way, right? Mandalorian style. <laughs> and, um, and so like, I got so convinced in that and realizing like, oh, there's another way that like one, you can do so in a genuine, like, cause paid advertising can feel like ingenuine. And yeah. also you're just trying to like, it's all about the money. Um, and of course you need, it, it is all about the money in many ways. You need cash flow. Uh, and then referrals is the same thing. It's like, oh, am I only meeting this person because they're going to like be my next lead and sell? And they're, it's, they're just a client to me versus like a relationship that may not pay off at all in your career, you know, in your business. And so, um, SEO allowed me to kind of depart both of those mentalities and that like the emotions that are connected to that. And so, so yeah, I would say from a marketing and messaging standpoint is throwing rocks at paid advertising and that you, you have, you're waiting for your best clients to refer you to your next client. Mm -hmm. Um, and introducing SEO from like, yeah. Or, or, and, and also prevailing beliefs right now where some people think it's going to take them years just to get results where, you know, in my case, it just took a matter of months. Um, yeah. and it, it worked nicely from a transition period where like, I was still pulling in leads and sales from, you know, other ways of marketing, but, um, and it's obviously not, I don't, it's not my only source of leads and sales as well. Right. It's yeah. not like you shouldn't just do SEO and trust like that is the only way your business is going to be successful. Um, same, same can be said about social media marketing, paid advertising. Mm. EPC, you know, and so having a diverse set of marketing approaches, but, but yeah, like addressing the prevailing beliefs around why to avoid SEO. And I, in fact, sorry, quick side note, like I watched this video, they, uh, they sell an online program, a great program. And, um, they, they talk about how much they spend crazy amounts of money on paid advertising. And, um, I think that is, Oh, and they, and they, they, they rock a YouTube channel. And so technically yeah. they have some SEO power built in there with their yeah. YouTube channel and they built up a good YouTube channel, but they, they talked about their main sources of traffic online mm. and SEO was the last thing they talked about. And they're like, and there's SEO as like an honorable mention, <laughs> but like, we don't, we don't really talk about like, we don't personally do that because we don't like, we don't see the benefit or what, you know, they, yeah. they, they weren't actively bashing it. But in a way, it yeah. felt like they were to be like, oh, sure. So like, 
of course she built like a multiple seven figure business um you know by way of like youtube like youtube so kind of a social media marketing a little bit yeah. of seo with youtube right of course but yeah. but the kind of knocking on seos like they're not employing seo yeah. hence they're missing a massive opportunity there to not have to like maybe you can save money on your paid advertising efforts or yeah, yeah. so like it was just it was a fascinating yeah. mentality to me um, I think, I'm, I'm with you there and 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 i think it's interesting that at least money wise is worth comparing it to the paid advertising options or even the option or, or even the time spent creating uh you know organic posts for linkedin facebook instagram because you need to constantly do it and they have about a 24-hour signal before your reach gets lost and and comparing it that it's interesting to compare that to um google which has you know the signal the reach doesn't stop after you publish a blog post it keeps on going for as long as it's useful to the uh to to to, to, to the potential users and um the investment you add in keeps keeps on going for 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 years afterwards and it only takes maybe months so it's worth a shot i think that's because it takes months anyway for 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 a youtube channel to start picking up as well and so it's interesting yeah the contrast i i, I think i think that's a good way to to, to think about it and uh, it's just a shame that seo's got this uh it's because it's a little bit more technical i think that that it doesn't get um, and it's not as fun i guess the word is cool it comes up a lot with this yeah let's just take it yeah <laughs> I, and i definitely see that like you know being a, being an outsider to viewing again to reference my brother's business or i've seen other yeah. seo businesses like a, a lot of especially initially a lot of seo companies didn't necessarily tap into social media marketing from a visual standpoint right like yeah. may not tap into video marketing or or, or posting like humans to your business a lot of seo companies are like here i'm gonna get this fiverr created and like generic animation and yeah. have this as the hero video on my website um or they're not going to do paid advertising because there's the like what's the word there's the irony or there's the conflict of like um marketing efforts of like yeah. oh wait had paid advertising to promote an seo service that's weird um, <laughs> yeah. and so so like there and yeah you may not see the results you want that way so yeah like i, I think like sometimes seo companies have focused solely just on say like doing amazing seo and getting good results that way mm. but but there's there's tremendous opportunity for for those companies to even tap into video marketing social media marketing mm -hmm. um finding a way into paid advertising um mm. And of course, like referrals and word of mouth is is still, I think, a through line for all of these these approaches of traffic. But yeah, That's it is it's it's unfortunate. There is a bad rap, and um, yeah, like I, I but I do see a lot of SEO companies kind of like software and tech companies where it's like they're they're gonna a lot of them don't put a human or a face to their business um, yes. quickly enough. Yes. They, they they may have it now, but they don't do it quickly enough. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's like, well, hey, I'm just gonna get, I'm gonna have the algorithm and like the robots do the work for me, you know. To bring yeah, I think I think that might be part of it too. It's just the, the people who started tend to have a different mindset uh, or work with us tend to have a different mindset to people who are maybe come from B two C backgrounds and starting other kinds of uh, projects. Um, and, and and so okay, so so this, this, this is interesting. And you mentioned just now. Um, finding a way into video and and things of that nature. So I have a couple of questions. Um, one is how much, so what is the role do you think of video when it comes to SEO and blogs and things like this in 2023? And um, in your experience, how much blogging do you need to do to, 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 to get these things off the ground. I obviously have my reference points, but I'm curious about, about yours. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, you can probably like, let me know if I'm wrong, you know, yeah. with some of these comments. Um, but what one way I've seen it and kind of like navigating and SEO and even video marketing, it evolves the approach, right? Like you can have thousands of thousands upon art, you know, like articles in your website. And, and that was like the best way to go 
five, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say for new websites and as you're trying to get traction, how, you know, if as you don't want to have necessarily multiple articles going out a day, but I would say three a week is a great place to start for consistency mm-hmm. and, and getting out to making sure they're optimized, make sure they're, they're not low quality, um, articles like they actually provide a benefit um and they relate to your niche and industry um so start start there you could even scale back as you your quantity gets built in Mm -hmm. and then um based on your type of of business too it may not be necessary to have thousands of articles eventually in your website but maybe Mm -hmm. just 200 very optimized um and targeted articles that are done near perfect with seo um and so that that's kind of one thing i'm navigating i'm actually going to revisit uh here later this year is like okay we've pumped out a lot of articles over last year or so um now what can we do to improve these current articles Mm. and make them even more evergreen um and more searchable so that way they find maybe an article posted a year ago we mm-hmm. could have a fresh update and it can feel like it was posted yesterday. Um, yeah. And so there's that side, but also throughout this mix is like video marketing. I see as a through line throughout all of this as well. Not only is um, video becoming and has been a massive SEO tool, both mm. with the ability for titles, tags, descriptions, chapters, hat, um, and, and, captions to be yeah. indexed by Google. Yeah. Um, and I believe even maybe the thumbnails too, um, but uh, to be indexed by Google and then for Google to prioritize video content on search results. And so for your ability to show up on page one um, or at the top of the video results for certain search terms um, is incredible for ranking that way, let alone like, people you know we'll see chat gpt and other ai tools uh like evolve with how they say provide video as a response um yeah that would be cool right as a response to their prompts um but uh with the search engine like people are going to youtube to search for solutions to things how to do things um tiktok has become a massive search engine um obviously there's questions of banning of of whether that platform is going to be available in certain places of the world Mm -hmm. um but it still has become a massive search engine and Mm -hmm. an opportunity for seo um in searchability that way so and, and just overall like with ai with like with the internet being so saturated the more visual and human by way of putting a human in your video content um the the better you'll be because i think people again the more robotic in ai the world will kind of feels to become the more people will kind of want to look for humans to interact with um and and building communities around your your brand is a great way to go i think this makes a lot yeah I, i i agree with all of that um and you know, for sure, YouTube and all these platforms are becoming a huge search engine, especially amongst like 15 to 25. It's like the primary place to go to, to look for a solution to something. Um, and and so, yes, in that sense, video is huge. Uh, I think on websites themselves, they help um, the web page, as you say, explain its point more clearly. It has the meta tags as well that, 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 that uh, people can, that, that Google can, pick up on and help you index your 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 web pages and it also helps people spend more time on your web page which is what google wants um and it helps and it helps mm-hmm. to increase the ranking that way so i think yes there's there's this like coming together now of video and and written content and blog content and blog pages um that google's using you know i'd be curious as well like what what do you do, have you felt like at all like SEO has limited your creativity in some way when it comes to implementing videos on web pages and things like that? Um, yeah, what's your perspective on that? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, 
I think there's definitely a strategy with um, with certain videos on web pages, whether it's location specific, you know, landing pages, where you're trying to tap into certain market and you need the certain title, certain maybe certain type of videos, certain scripts uh, in place. And so um, I think there's way to be ways to be creative, um, the, and there's ways to be tactical uh, right. in in anything you you tend to do. Um, and I think it's all about intent. Not like, for example, if you go to approach and know the purpose of this video is to be heavy on SEO, mm-hmm. heavy on all of these pieces, and it's going to be embedded on this website. Um, and then you can be like, okay, how can I be creative with this approach? Um, I, I don't think you're going to lose out on creativity. You just need to be extra tactical versus say, there's going to be other videos that may not be near as SEO optimized, but it will be community community optimized. Meaning right. like you're tapping into a message that resonates with the humans you're talking to versus like the algorithm you're talking to right. with SEO. Yes. Yes. And I agree. And I, th- I think, I think Google's going to push more that way to just my speculation. And um, especially as you say, in, in a more AI oriented world, um, real human interaction is going to become <laughs> ironically more important because <laughs> Yeah, we the humans are going to be the ones putting more AI into the world to 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 take a backseat, I and mean, it's going to put more importance to to our own time and uh, faces and and and, and brands, the quality of brands, how real and authentic brands are. Um, you know, so it's going to be an interesting place. I think we go to next when it comes to websites, what matters with websites, and 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 what we can do to optimize SEO. Um, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, that's, that's going to be an interesting new world. Agreed. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks, darling. I think this was a really, really interesting conversation. I think this is a really high point to uh, put a pause on this part of the conversation and enter a new one next time, uh, probably about AI and brand and, and how that connects with, with websites. Um, what do you think? Agreed. Yeah, 100% agreed. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time today, Nan, and I'll, and I'll catch you in the next one. Sounds amazing. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks. Thanks.